Hello and welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast presents Evil Science and Magic Buddies, the show within the show, the conspiracy of the conspiracy, the Crypto Roundtable. I am Mark Stores, and with me as always is... Crass. And... Rob Morphy. Thank y'all so very much for joining us for our Listener Stories uh, Episode 2. This yes. is our second. Uh, this is our second time doing this. Um, as always, send your stories in, and it is uh, cryptonotpodcast at gmail.com. No matter how long nor how short, uh, we want to hear everyone's stories, so send it in, and we're going to go through them and just kind of keep cranking these out because um, we're still quarantined, we're still doing our thing, and we have time to record them, so why not put some content out? How's that sound? Fucking Perfect. phenomenal. All right, cool, cool. So before we get started, how is everyone doing? Rob and Chris, how are we? Oh, good, good. Beers and um, eBay. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beers and eBay. Yeah, no, Robert. I'm, I'm I'm great. I just found out that uh, Pepe uh, adopted three kittens, so apparently I'm going to have a uh, kitten unclehood to look forward to. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, there you but go. But otherwise, you can solid, like... rock solid. Enjoying it, reading up a storm, writing up a storm, drawing. So it's fucking flawless for the most part. Cool, cool. Um, I am slowly going insane. Um, so I have a whole new regiment of, uh, walking and doing all kinds of shit during the day to keep myself on a schedule because I just can't keep my shit together. So... All right. So, yeah, I'm doing good. How's the you walking know? treat? I mean, you it's, just said, you said you have a whole system, but walking was literally all that you said. Oh, well, no, like I get up early. I do the laundry. I do the dishes. I go for a walk. I come back. I do the kids' schoolwork. I play like an hour or two of video games. I'm trying to get myself a little bit more regimented, like it's an actual schedule because I'm so uh, used to one. Yeah. That now that I don't have one, like I'm just like, yeah, I can drink. It's one. I can start drinking. I don't got to work tomorrow. Whatever. No big deal. Like it's just, it's just not good. Right. It's not good at all. Fair because enough. Because I, I blow through beer way too quick. And then I'm just fucking miserable and cranky. And then I'm on the couch and I'm bitching about no one appreciates raising Arizona. Fucking there you go. So, wow. Okay. Well. Yeah. So I'm just trying to keep myself busy. I'm used to schedules. I don't have one. I'm getting a little antsy. I'm glad you guys are fine. It's good to hear. It is. <laughs> Fuckers. It's good to hear. It's fine. I'm just going to call Chris and I'll start freaking out. It's no big deal. It's fine. Just no, I know. Sporadic I'm emails. Keeping you in check. I don't really ever have a schedule. I mean, my work schedule is pretty normal like i do i always work to the same days and the same hours pretty much but like right everything else was, is pretty much chaos in my life other than that like <laughs> i pretty much do whatever i want whenever i want there is no whatever yeah. but that's how i like it i like certain things to be a pattern but everything else i need to be able to be free to do other stuff like whenever right. I want to do it. Yeah, I'm yeah. absolutely with that. You know, whatever yeah, it is that you need to occupy time with at that moment, if you have that time, do it. I couldn't imagine like, if I was regimented, that would be the prison for me. Oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah. See, for me, it's freedom that I have the regiment. I'm like, I know what I'm going to do, when I'm going to do it. And then I, like when I get free time, I like appreciate it more because I'm like, oh, I don't have to go and do. And I don't got to bring my son to jujitsu or my daughter to dance. Like I get like an hour of my, to myself to like listen to a podcast or fucking play video games. Like I'm so used to being in that that now that I'm not in it, I'm like, 
I'm not spiraling, but I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to drink and play video games. Don't talk to me. So like, I need to have that fucking regimen right. in my well, life. It's good to have a balance, up. but bear in mind, as soon as this nightmare is fucking over and you have to be at jujitsu and work fucking and all these things, you're going to be like, the fuck was I doing? Not savoring all of that's this true. me time. So do it yourself is, a favor yeah, and true. try to savor a little bit, a little bit of it while it's happening. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, one of the upsides yeah. is I am with the kids quite a bit. That is great. So I yeah. like, I'm like, you know, and you like can I told my daughter. Drink. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I'm that's with them the and best. I can day drink. Yeah, You're that's like, that's one. I have nothing to do. Fuck, I'm drinking. That's like the greatest <laughs> freedom. That is America. Yeah, true. That is that, America. That, that is America. That is, that is true, true America. That is Purple's yeah. Mountain Majesty, yo. Right yeah, there. There you go. That is. That. Yeah, Amber I Waves had, uh, a fuck it. <laughs> That's You're right. what I'm Maybe talking I about. Have to, I have to look at this a little <laughs> bit differently. I got to be like, you know, I can hang out with the kids. I can day drink and watch Raising Arizona. Still get three to four hours of video games. That's what in, I'm saying. And, and be able to watch random Netflix documentaries and still be able to enjoy my life. And still See? be a better dad than most. Yeah, I'm trying. I there mean, you I go. just... I, it dawned on me today that my daughter still has training wheels on her bike, and I was blown away. I'm like, I thought she could ride without training wheels this entire time. Because I'm like, honey, what's up with the train well, wheels? Dude. And she's like, oh, yeah, I have them on. I'm like, oh. I'm she's like, I don't want to die, Dad. All you have to do is train her, man. You've got the time and a road. Dude, dude. I'm, doing it. I'm doing it tomorrow, dude. There All you right. go. Drink a couple yeah. beers. Teach your daughter to ride a bike without train wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can turn the truck on, crank up the James, like, all right, let's fucking do this. <laughs> Put yeah. on Ozzy's Boneyard and be good to go. So. Oh, no, you're putting in rain and blood for that. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you play at that point? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess it would be Maybe Power blood. Slave. Power Slave would be pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. I, have I, mean, to ask I, I can see she, trying to ride your bike to Aces High. I could do that. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, there's yeah. something triumphant in that. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, totally. Listen to Churchill's speech. <laughs> and then get on fucking your ride little, your bike. Well, that's get a on your fucking, out, but. Get on your frozen bike and fucking take off and do your thing. So there you go. All Anywho. right, cool. So there you have it. There's your quarantine, uh, quarantine minute with Mark. So, yes, we're doing listener stories. So, Robert, why don't you start us off with our first listener story for this episode? I'm going to. And as always, I'm pretty much just reading these cold and I love it. And, uh, and let's just begin. First off, says Mike. This is from Mike, by the way. I want to honestly and with all of my heart, thank you guys so much. With all the shit going around you without fail, around you without fail, bring a smile to my face and a good laugh. I'm at ground zero for this crap. So every episode makes my day. Thank you. Well, fuck. Thank you, Mike. That's well, shit, awesome. Thank you. And, and stay yeah, safe, man. Yeah, stay no safe. doubt. Stay absolutely safe. And it's our pleasure. All right. Now for my short and silly Bigfoot encounter. This takes place about three years ago in the White Mountains of New Hampshire at the Lafayette Campground. And here he adds an aside to me. Rob, feel free to turn this into your magical prose, please. Mike, I'm going to tell you right now, your magical prose is exactly what we're looking for here. But thank you. <laughs> well... It was kind of a rain it was kind of rainy that night. I want to say it was late June, early July. So after my then girlfriend and I made dinner and imbibed several beers, we turned in for the night. So as we all know, beers equal P, and I got up to answer the call of nature. That's true. That's the simple math equation. Well, that's yeah. the one word problem I can solve. Beers yeah. equal P. 
every Here time. He will be. <laughs> As I was going against a tree, I heard what sounded like something running, but quietly, if that makes any sense. I looked up from my business and saw an honest-to-God blonde Bigfoot run across my camp. Now, I'm a tall guy, <laughs> a blonde Bigfoot. That's awesome, yeah. too. <laughs> Fucking... You never get to see the lusty fucking David Lee Roth locks of a fucking oh, see, I, platinum yeah. Bigfoot hucking through a fucking campsite. For yeah, some the reason SoCal. in my mind, for some reason in my mind, I went to like Baywatch Bigfoot, where it's just like a buxom blonde Bigfoot because I don't know why. It just I I went there, but I you know what? I like your David Lee Roth Bigfoot way better. <laughs> that sounds way fucking cooler. Oh man, all right. No, I mean you know if you want to go with like classic Patterson Gimlin. You, low hanging, you know, accoutrement, Bigfoot. Then that makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah. I don't know if I mean. Uh, uh, we'll see if he talks about Bigfoot breasts. We'll get there. Yes, we will. No. So okay. Mike continues. Now I'm a tall guy at six two, and this thing was at least another foot taller than me. The color was a caramel blonde, almost orange. Oh, so almost a fiery ginger, but not quite. Huh, cool. I saw it. Mostly from the side, so I can't really comment about hair cover or anything except on its face, which was bare. I only noticed that because it looked right at me as it ran by. Right as you're pissing. As they wow. are wanting time. to do. That is something. Yeah. Like, I, do you stop midstream? I mean, I don't even know what I do at that point. I mean, if you're taking like a, a much needed beer piss and it's late at night <laughs> and you're just leaning against the tree and letting it flow... And then you just see this shit. I I think you just keep pissing, but you're really prepared <laughs> I mean, to pinch and yeah, suck and trying, cover if you have stopping to. midstream sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Good. And it Especially jeopardizes for- your jeans every time. You're fucked. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. exactly. All right. So it looks right. at him. All now right. it booked across my campsite. Thank you, Mike, for using the phrase booked. I appreciate that. <laughs> now it booked across my campsite in what seemed like four strides and no more than a few seconds. The time slowing down thing is true, too. Yeah, that's absolutely true. When you see something that astonishes you or uh, or like a car accident or something where your adrenaline pumps up, definitely your perception of time slows down. So that makes perfect sense. As it looked at me, I swear it smiled at me. More likely, though, it was baring its teeth at me to scare me, which worked. Oh, <laughs> That's no. fair. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to mistake that like, oh, it's friendly. Fuck. Hey. It is not. It is baring its Hold teeth on. and it hates me. I'm, I'm just going to shake <laughs> yeah. this off a second. Hold on. Let's hang out. You want to yeah, do it? Yeah, I know. Then he gets yeah, ripped out by the root and you're fucked. Yeah, oh. there you go. There it is. This was the point where I peed down my leg and shoe. <laughs> and that's yeah. where I know this really happened. Oh, that no. little touch of authenticity. <laughs> I proceeded to grab a stick and yell for my girlfriend. Perfect. <laughs> yes, a stick. A stick. <laughs> All right. that's, what else are you going to do? Uh, I, I, yeah, exactly. She was a heavy sleeper and a full non-believer and blew me off. So that's my story of how Bigfoot made me pee my pants. Thank you for being interested in my silly little story. And you guys are the best. No, Mike, you're the fucking best. That's an awesome story. story. Holy shit. Like those are those little true life. You know, you never see that dramatically reenacted on like a paranormal witness or something like the big relief of a beer piss. And then like the fuck. (laughs) And then the streak down your leg and you grab a stick and like, honey, you never, (laughs) that one never gets replayed. Oh man. What's worse? Pissing on the, pissing down your leg or hitting your shoe. 
Like, oh, which down is your leg, weird. I think, because, you know, your shoe is your shoe, but you're not going to usually feel pissed through it, and you can just put it outside yeah. and dry it. But when it's dribbling down your leg, it's just... That's the worst feeling. Ick. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's say this. What if you're at a party, and you've got flip-flops on, and you're pissing, and you notice that you started to get your leg, and then you kind of, like, oh, shit, and you adjust, but then you just hit your foot dead on. Okay, so that's, that's the difference. You're, you're not asking what's worse, pissing on your leg or your shoe. You're asking what's worse, pussy, pissing on your leg or your foot. <laughs> yeah. I'm, asking for, I'm asking for a friend. A friend, yeah. <laughs> I, I still say, you know what, I can rinse my foot off pretty quick in any number yeah, of sinks or, or tubs or whatever or a hose. I'm, I'm still right. less concerned about piss on my foot than piss down my leg. That is but just like, but uh, like getting piss, like getting piss in your shoe, like in your shoe. All right. Well, that's different. Then you got sloppy yeah. sock and you're squishing <laughs> around. Exactly. You got to throw so that I almost shoe away. Piss on my leg. Like if you piss on your leg, you're like, ah, shit. And you could figure it out. But if you soak your fucking shoe and you got pissy socks. You, you didn't tell me piss- you were pissing directly in your hey, Timberlands. Yo, see, this is what <laughs> Mark does. Different. Mark, cha- he keeps changing it. The exactly. thing you're talking about. I have a lot of friends that have randomly pissed on their shoes throughout the years. Dude, may everyone may has done. Right. But usually at that point, you kind of notice that your stream is straying off the beaten path. <laughs> and you kind of fix that shit pretty quick. Right. I don't I mean, know. Or, I've never just you know, sat there and was like, well, I'm peeing on my shoe already. Might as well just keep going. Finish it up. <laughs> or it's just free Fuck will. It. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's great. Uh, yeah, I mean, considering what this guy experienced, though, I mean, I can totally see how, um, you know, pissing on your leg and your shoe is going to definitely happen because you're clearly not paying attention and you're probably already like in like, like mid fight or flight. Like just imagine how fucking scared you got to be dick out, taking a, a fucking wicked piss. And all of a sudden you see this thing come by and your body's naturally going to react with like, oh, you know, and then you, it fucking looks at you. Oh, God, and you're just, yeah. You know, you're there. So like, you know, it's, hmm. it's bound to happen. And so. I don't know how into like Bigfoot lore Mike might have been at the time. Maybe it's something he got more into after this, which would make a lot of sense. But East Coast Bigfoot is a mean motherfucker. Like these are notoriously violent uh, creatures, be it in the southeast, the northeast, maybe to a lesser degree. But still, it's not like the alleged and I always say alleged gentle giants of the Pacific Northwest. Uh, these things have been definitely known to attack more often. So if you get this thing and it's just, you know, booking through and giving you like a full tooth fucking snarl that may or may not be a pleasant smile. Like, Hey dude, nice dick, you know, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause that you can't rule that possibility out. He could just be a real amiable fucking Bigfoot. Um, but, yeah, but, I'm... but yeah, no, it's, it's a legit reaction to be absolutely terrified. And what do you do? You grab a, st- you do something because you feel like you got to protect yourself, but you really are fucked. You're completely yeah, I mean, fucked if it wants to be aggressive in in the least. Mercifully, in this case, it was not. Unless you go full on monkey and turn around and try to piss on the Sasquatch. Like oh, then you the own the Sasquatch. Yeah, if you piss exactly. on the Squatch, you yeah. own it. It's it's a little known fact. It's right. your slate for at least three weeks. The interesting you get into like oh, what's that? I was gonna say the interesting thing about this though is like he says he can't really he can't really comment about hair cover or whatever. Or anything except on his face, which was bare. 
Well, that makes sense because human beings are attracted to look at face, faces and facial recognition and eyes and teeth. That's the first thing we are are biologically just inclined to look at. So if it sees just this rambling mass of uh, reddish blonde hair, but then the face turns to look at him and it's, you know, and you see the white of teeth and the white of eyes and it's only four strides and it's out of there. It would make sense that he would not be able to have a crystal clear interpretation of where the hair laid on the body exactly. But- no, that right. that all makes sense. I'm saying, but like a completely bare face, like a picture, like a munchichi. Oh, I know what you're <laughs> like, saying. Oh, yeah. it's just I haven't, all, uh, I haven't thought of a munchichi in years. Yeah, no. When you say it's that all hair, but sweet. I noticed that the face was completely bare. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, a, little... a lot of Sasquatch accounts, though, say that. Like, it had a face that was, you know... Like like a like a like a like a great ape, but more human like, and and it had hair everywhere but its face. That's a very very common description. Yeah, right. But but not all. So that's makes no, me not wonder. always. No, but but it's not it's, unheard of by any means. In fact, it's more common than not common. I think. I mean, it could be some sort of like weird kind of like how there's like like skunk apes and, you know, Sasquatch and Yeti. There's all these different, you know, different uh, species or whatever you want to say of 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 a Sasquatch. Maybe it's something like that where it's just some like weird offshoot. But it sounds like that the thing's pretty tall. So that would. Well, the way he described it, at least seven two. Right. And skunk apes are notoriously tiny, right? Not always. Not always. Well, There's yeah, we, definitely some big ones. Mm. They, the 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 southeastern um, variations, be it Honey Island or Skunk Ape, tend to be a little smaller than the Pacific Northwest variations. Right. Um, but some of them are tall as fuck. So it's not a yeah. universal. You know what I mean? Well, you know, uh, worst comes to worst is getting get in a literal pissing match with a Sasquatch and just stand your ground. It is New Hampshire after all. I mean. Come yeah, on. not exactly a hotbed of Sasquatch sightings, generally speaking. No, but I mean, it's it's fucking New Hampshire, dude. Weed, guns, and axes. We don't pay our taxes. The home of the illustrious scissor fight. Wow, that's true. Maybe, maybe it was a mountain man. It could have been. Could could have been a mountain I, man. I would like to know. You know what, Mike? Get if you well, get a chance, do a follow up. I would love to know like what its pigmentation was like because i can't help but seeing like really dark pigmentation with bright eyes, white eyes, and teeth. In a, in a sea of blonde hair, but maybe it had a pinkish complexion. I, I don't know, but I'd be really curious to uh, to like pick your brain a little more and, and get all the details we can. But it's a fascinating brief account that really, to me, smacks of just some shit that you never expect to happen. You just want to camp a little, you know, hang out with your girl, do your thing, you know, get some fresh air, whatever the fuck it is that brings you to the woods. And then you're just like, well, fuck. Well, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Now I got to live with the. And what happened the rest of the night? I, you know, because at that point you don't sleep again. You don't have a fitful slumber following that shit. You're going to be sitting in your tent just waiting for a massive fist to fucking plummet through the canvas, plow you in the face, and implode your fucking head. At least that's well, me. Maybe. But then again, I tend to be paranoid. I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, if you're hammered enough, you might be like, oh, fuck, I'll deal with this in the morning. I got to go to bed. Yeah, or just just say fuck it. I'm already awake. To just keep drinking and just hold the drinking vigil throughout the entire night, waiting for it to come back. To, yeah. Yes, to either make to either more make shit faced is exactly yeah, how just, you want to handle that. Yeah, because you got you have to either be friends or make war. Your pick, or not. Or you can it can be uh, a wild Mark. animal and you can be a person <laughs> and it can keep doing its thing. I think there's a lot like seven or eight options on the table. I don't only know, man. Two of which are friends yeah. and war. 
Yeah. I'm operating. Listen, I'm operating on a different level than you guys. I'm here to be friends, or I'm here to fuck shit up. Take your pick. What do you want to do? Let's be friends. Cool. Let's drink some beers. Want to make a war? Let's fucking do it. Sasquatch war. Oh, that'd be a cool rob. Write that quick. Write that screenplay. <laughs> Sasquatch war. <laughs> Sasquatch. Is war. this lyrics would... for your punk album? What am I writing? <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I, what's happening right now? <laughs> Chris and I have been tossing around the idea of doing like a project. So, Chris, we might have to actually um, keep that on our ultra terrestrial seven inch uh, Sasquatch war. Oh, yeah, so, the seven inch. Fuck. I got to do that two. still. All we right. got to do the seven inch. All I right, know. cool. I've been slacking. That's all right. We have, it's fucking quarantine. What are you going to do? All right, Mike, thank you so very much uh, for the kind words and for your awesome story. It's super cool. And, uh, yeah, just be careful where you're pissing, man. You know, I said, you never know what's out there. <laughs> the so. moral of the story is <laughs> if, if you feel yourself pissing on yourself, stop it. Stop. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of the yeah. situation, I mean, unless it's like stop pissing on myself or like jump out of the way of imminent danger, then continue to piss on yourself and jump out of the way of imminent danger. But if it's any other situation, stop pissing, Dude. then continue your next fucking phase of the plan. Piss on the danger. There you go. Fucking standard. Oh, that works well, yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure the squatch <laughs> would love that. And just turn the around. golden oh, shower squatch would fucking just, yeah, Oh yeah, go. man. Human, you just made my day. <laughs> stinky 3 a.m piss fuck you squatch <laughs> just try to get him <laughs> and this is why i will die one day in the woods and never be found but that's fine if that's my destiny i'll accept it um so our next story okay. robert what do we have well we have a story from brian and this story i believe um is uh, of a more paranormal ilk but again i'm just going into this cold so we're just going to do this and and brian thank you for writing us and let's see what happens all right. It begins with, hey, Kryptonauts, this is my first listener story for a podcast, but since I haven't heard you cover quote unquote shadow beings, well, there we go, it's shadow beings, or anything of the sort, I thought you might enjoy my first hand encounters. Multiple, that's nice. I'll break this down with three of the most memorable experience, uh, experiences I had, each interesting and terrifying in their own way. You all have fun theorizing. Yes, Brian, we will. Thank you. All right. Throughout my life, I've experienced being frozen in bed, unable to move or scream, and things, quote unquote, come to visit me. What these things are has changed throughout my life, but I have since come to self-diagnose my experience as sleep paralysis. While I am 99% convinced of this, I can't say for certain. I had my first experience when I was about six or seven. It was in the early 90s. I was lying on my side trying to sleep. At some point, I opened my eyes and stared at my open closet. Oh, well, right there. Oh, right boy. there. It's just the fucking worst. Yeah, here we go. Yep. Yep. I had one of those old sock monkeys, the generic looking type, thank you for the specification, sitting on a top shelf in the closet. It suddenly and without noise floated off the shelf and started flailing its arms and legs like it was doing a funny dance as it moved towards me or like it was a terrifying predator oh. trying to fucking rip at you with its socky little fucking fists and feet <laughs> yeah oh my god i don't know what I, i'm already i'm already like fucking nope 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 done never fucking sock yeah, just monkey just as a bit of a side note i've been living with this story now for weeks 
I've already been through this, so I'm I'm not going to give spoilers because you're obviously reading it. But this is fucking terrifying. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm just gonna say I'm already terrified. This, this one this one creeps me the fuck out. So. You had me at sock monkey. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, and fu- it and gets it's worse. great that he's saying funny dance. I think I think his interpretation of a funny dance and my interpretation of abject terror, fucking yeah. striding through space, All right. are probably All right, the well, same thing. You know? I remember closing my eyes tight, Brian continues, and when I opened them again, the sock monkey was sitting on the shelf just as I left it. Oh, little asshole. Yeah, little fuck face. Now it's just messing with your sanity. As the years went by, I had what I'd call normal, quote-unquote, sleep paralysis, partially waking up, frozen in my bed, unable to scream. Have you guys ever felt anything like this? Oh yeah, I, I talked. I talked to you guys about that not that long ago. Remember when I was fucking hitting the old medical weed vape? Oh a little bit yeah, too hard? that's right. Yeah, ultra. Yeah. But that was like I, medically <laughs> induced sleep paralysis. You fucking I, idiot! I, I, I vaped myself into sleep paralysis. Yeah, I was like, I'm I got, dead. I've, I've never. It, it's not a thing for me. Oh, you're so lucky. I, it's it's I've a nightmare it. when it's happened to me. It's a it's the worst. I've had it happen before. Um, I mean, it's not very common, but I remember when it has happened. I, besides the whole medical-induced fucking weed vape <laughs> paralysis, right? Uh, maybe like, like like once or twice before I've had it happen, where you're in that weird between dream states, and you're just stuck. But you're like, I can see everything. I know what's going on. Why can't I move my body? Yeah. But, oh, so, it's yeah. just horrible, oppressive it's feeling. Terrifying. Yeah. But over time, I learned how to flail my body a little or whisper very loudly. I still use this method today so my girlfriend can help wake me up. I have also forced myself awake from time to time, clenching my muscles until I snap out of my paralyzed trance. Good techniques. I don't know why, but sleep paralysis fills me with this overwhelming sense of dread. This irrational yet primal fear that if I fall back asleep while paralyzed, I will never wake up. Wow. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. That I mean, I sucks. get the sense of dread, but the whole idea will never wake up. That's just the worst. Yeah. The next crazy encounter I had was during college. It was around 2007 to 2008, and I was visiting my parents for the weekend. I was sleeping in my old bedroom and woke up rather late in the afternoon. But when I woke, I wasn't alone. There was an old woman standing in my room watching oh, me God. from the corner. I never saw her Perfect. move, but when I blinked, she was suddenly crouched at the side of my bed. Oh, so she's super oh, fast and old this and one, creepy. Dude, this one fucked me up so bad. <laughs> this so <sighs> scary. <laughs> All I could make out was the top half of her face and her hands gripping the bed's edge as if she was playing peekaboo with me. Oh, God, but it's an old woman and she's not supposed to be there. She's not. Or no is she? Way. Yeah, I no, if it's know. his grandma, and it's well, just like, yeah, remember, really? Bri, remember how we used to play? <laughs> then it's okay. Yeah. Peek-a-boo. Don't tell us your things. I don't think that's what's happening. Oh, God. It's terrible. But again, she didn't move. She just had this cartoonishly wide-eyed stare, a pointed nose like a witch, and scraggly strings of hair on her wrinkled head. <sighs> Not to mention her long, bony fingers. Of course she does. Again, I forced myself to awake from this terror, and when I did, she was fading out in my eyesight. You know how a bright light light seems burned into your retina until it fades away? That's what it was like. Even after waking, the top half of her face and those bony hands were stuck in my eyes until they slowly dissipated. All right, that's fucked up. Because that seems like that only happens in real 
visual phenomenon. Like that's something that your eye registers, like say with a flashbulb burst or something that's brightly silhouetted or, or, you know, something that's emanating a bright light itself. Like I have never read much less encountered in my own experience, uh, having a, a light impression of something that was completely figmental. Yeah, no, it's generally not necessarily a thing. But he's not necessarily saying that's what it was. He says that's what it's that's what it seems like it was. Yeah, but it seems yeah. odd that as he's waking up, he's still seeing an impression no, it's, of it. It's it's not it's not normal. It's no. definitely not in in the normal for that kind of thing. But I'm not saying yeah, it's, it's like de facto proof 100 percent that there's some crazy old bitch in his room and he's got to deal with it. Like call an exterminator <laughs> no, right. immediately and seven exorcists, but I am saying that it's I mean it's a compelling little side note. Yeah, it's, no, it's definitely not in the norm. Last but far from least is my final encounter with again a quote unquote visitor in my room. It was 2014. I was living in New Orleans but was coming back home to Ohio to see my parents for my birthday. Little did I realize it would be the last time I saw my dad alive. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. Due to unexpected complications that I won't go into, what was meant to be a nice visit turned into the saddest experience of my life. Our family came together to decide to take him off of life support because the complications he would face, should he live, would have been far too great for him to bear. It was the hardest thing I've been through. Again, nothing but condolences. That's That's fucking tough. That sucks. A few nights after is when she came to visit me. Not the old hag, but something worse. Oh, worse. Fucking mm. wow. It, it gets better. I was Just in wait. my bedroom at my parents' house. All right, first off, burn that fucking room. Burn that room <laughs> to the ground. Yeah. Seal it off. Fucking drown it in holy water. Like yeah, have a, priest, a priest bless a fire truck and the fire hydrant outside your house. <laughs> have it filled yeah, to the brim the hose, with holy water yeah. and then set the house on fire. Just saying. I mean, you know, give like... your mom a nice place to live first. Nah, dude, remember at the psychic fair, they were like, you got to use salt. You got to salt everything. Like, you, you do a circle of protection or whatever, and you fucking, you pray to the on high, and you, if, you drop the salt. You, if, the you shit. pray to the on high. Yeah, what the hell know. was that? Whatever, 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 no, you, whatever you worship. No. I don't know. Isn't that a Christian thing, right? Yeah, sure. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm Hosanna in the highest. Here's the thing. <laughs> whatever you do, you fucking the, you pray to whatever you believe If the sucking entity is stuck in the room with oh you and God. you salt all the windows and doors, all you've done is trap it there with you. This brings me back to my fucking friend or or fucking fight scenario. We're going to be friends or we're going to fucking be at war. Take How can pick. you be friends? We don't even know what this other woman is. And I know it's the worst thing ever. How can we be Give friends it a, with it? You know what? Give it a chance. See what happens. Good times, bad times. What's going to happen? What Lord, I've had do? my share, right? Is that where we're going? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't even know why I went there, but I did. I don't know either. I think I know what's going to happen when you open your mouth. I never do. <laughs> That's so fucking true. You uh, just start going down a path and then you say something. I'm like, what is even happening? Yeah. You, dude, it's a combination of booze, stress, anxiety, and other assorted sundry things. But anyway, yeah, let's get back okay. to what else is in this room. Okay. Right. New hag. But first off, this room is the fucked. I think we can all agree. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that room. Fuck that room. All right. Salt it. I was in my bedroom at my parents' house. Oh, well, here I just gave a big speech, but I didn't read further. So this goes to show you, read ahead. Different house from my prior account, 
So apparently, uh, he's fucking in. Oh, man. Okay, you're not going to hear this because it might be cut then. Oh, we're total assholes. No, I want it to stay. Let it stay. I'm going to own my mistakes. Yeah, yeah, when me I, too. Wait, no, I'm I'm right. So fuck you. When I opened my eyes in the middle of the night and saw that my bedroom door was open, I was on the top floor and there was a catwalk from the stairs to my bedroom. The light outside my bedroom was on, casting a glow from the open doorway. That's when I felt this intense fear as if I knew something was going to come into the doorway. I was right. <laughs> Oh, nice God. short three sentence, <laughs> three word sentence. Just fuck. My yeah, life just written right. fuck. Yep. The thing that visited me suddenly filled my door frame and was silhouetted by the light. It was a shadow person, but for some reason I had the impression it was female. There was nothing clear about its presence to tell me this. I just knew it had very smooth edges, almost no texture to its form. But the most bizarre detail is that it had an elongated head. Oh, oh. grubby, okay. grubby. Imagine a woman this... wearing some large fruit basket or a really tall headdress. Like oh, the Chiquita that's banana really... lady. So it's Carmen Miranda, <laughs> fucking shadow Carmen <laughs> Miranda coming to fucking yeah, torment exactly. you. Yeah, let's do it. That's what I thought I saw, but the terror didn't end there. She suddenly power walked very fast into my room, oh God. up to my oh, bed. Ah. Oh my God, the power walk. That's just oh, the worst God. kind of physical motion you can make. I know, it's so aggressive. Oh, it is. Stop. It's so aggressive. It's like, stop. it's too slow to be a run, but you don't walk like that. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Terrifying like, me. Like you're in yeah, a Yeah, just run. Just run or fucking <sighs> or, or Undertaker walk. float. <laughs> yeah whatever you're a paranormal being do do your worst Take your float because that's expected don't power walk yeah <sighs> if you're floating you're like this happens but when you start pumping your fist and walking like you're a mall walker and it's a sunday at noon and you want to fucking get your mall walk in you're just like Ugh. yeah right i got it's 10 minutes up. to get this mall walk i'm hitting him <laughs> get my mall walk all right so let me start from the beginning here so we can get the full picture she suddenly power walked very fast into my room up to my bed climbed on top of me then oh. went into the wall over my head just jumped over him just, so no, yeah. climbs on like climbed, power walks climbed to the bed yeah. climbs on him like a fucking big-headed cat lady of shadow and then just crawls right through the wall behind him as if fuck it it doesn't even matter your physics don't mean anything to me i rule you're a fucking victim deal with it it's like that, he was in the way of her getting into the wall Basically. Or that he he was just there and he she wanted to see what his reaction would be to her being fucking completely ethereal and fucking super powerful and fuck him. Oh, God. It's terrible. Well, it's terrible. I mean, he might have just been in the way. It was the paranormal decathlon. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It could have been and the Canis games just... of the fucking veil. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Canis games. <laughs> the Empire oh State games of the fucking paranormal realm. There's the crawl, crawl tathalon, <laughs> through the wallathon. There's all yeah. sorts of fucking sack. great events. Jump into the potato sack down the stairs, totally. <sighs> That's right, when so we... I woke up in a sweat. I couldn't sleep in that room the rest of the night. I don't know if I could sleep again for the rest of my life, but yeah, yeah I, can, I can see that. Yeah, understandably. I'm relieved to say that I have not experienced anything as intense as these stories since, but who knows? Perhaps I'll be writing you another more terrifying encounter. For my sake, I hope not. All the best, Brian. 
Oh, well, Brian, God. I hope for your fucking sake and our sake, because I'm already going to have fucking nightmares, that uh, you do not, because that is bad. Yeah. I'm not, well, I, yeah. I don't know if this thing was evil. I mean, it just, it crawled on you, but it's terrifying. I, I, I don't know. I think Peekaboo Hag fucking really gets under my skin. But yeah, I don't that know. Power pretty... walking shadow conehead is no, no picnic either. No, I no. We got this email a couple weeks back when we first put the call out to get you know listener submissions. So we got it, and I read it. And I remember the night that I read it. I was it was like whatever. I think we we may have been potting, and I had come home, and I was drinking a beer or whatever. And I had to. I came upstairs from the basement, and I had to walk through through the kitchen to get to my to my bedroom where you know oh, no. where my wife is. I did the weird fast walk through the kitchen <laughs> because I thought the Chiquita Banana Lady was going to get me. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! god. <laughs> like I'm the I'm the one that power walked. I was so dumb. You ever do that? Bro, when something happens, you, like, you get that like 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 that weird scare fast walk and you're like what is my problem i'm almost 40 oh i've definitely done that and the funny thing is there's something in the back of my mind that's like if you run it'll know you're onto it and it'll yeah that's the deal and kill you so just move faster than you normally would so you can get the fuck out of here but don't run because it'll know as if my fucking my top speed would be anything that a teddy bear could fucking take me down at my fucking at my fastest i'm just uh, like I'm assuming that if I make it to the bedroom, like it's safe. Like I'm like I'm the bed. Like you can't get me. I'm safe. Like, yeah, that's I don't the know deal. Why? Yeah, and, and it doesn't make any sense. That's, no, it does. that's how that's you know you're irrational. That, oh, a hundred percent. Because at any age, that's the deal. Like I just have to make it to my bedroom, and everything's <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> everything's good. My wife's not gonna protect me. She's gonna be like, "Fuck you! You're crazy. Yeah. And you're drunk. Go to bed." Like, like there's nine werewolves in the corner, but if I just make it to the bedroom. <laughs> They're not going to get in. <laughs> Clearly not going to get Her in. Her skepticism is what's going to save you. It's Nicole's lack of belief that defeats. It steals the energy from these things like fucking the temporary end of the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Just take back the belief. I mean, they'll come back full force yeah. again like Freddy Krueger. But, you know, at least I for the brief say, time he... you're with Nick, uh, you will be safe from these monsters because she gives no fucks. Yeah, or I'm gonna die in my sleep, and she's gonna wake him up, up and be like, "Oh, he was right. He was pretty, yeah, yeah, that's you not like that, happen. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." That's, that's me the yeah, one no. time. Like I told you, they were gonna kill me, and she's like, "No, it's heart disease. It was heart disease." <laughs> and fucking there you go. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, this story fucking freaked me out when I read it. I was like, "Oh goddamn the 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 shadow person." So I guess the the thing with this, the kind of I, I was thinking like, okay, he could be dealing with just having sleep paralysis which i've again i've only vaked and myself he, he into that it's like he's 99 percent sure that a lot yeah. of that's what his suffering but, is but just because you suffer from something that is an obvious <clears throat> medical condition um and that it's diagnosed and it's and i don't know if it's well understood but at least it's it's fairly well chronicled um doesn't mean that there can't be other elements uh involved right. that by our standards would be paranormal but just might be ability to perceive things in like a heightened state of awareness or maybe half being and i'm not again as always i'm pissing in the wind i'll be the first to admit it this is not based on science at all but like maybe if you're half out of it i'm a skeptical person could say and i would even agree that you'd be more inclined to hallucinate or have sort of waking dreams but somebody else might say and maybe there's something to it that you might be more perceptive to the things that are going around you on around you constantly but that you just 
are not attuned to it all in a completely waking state because you're just focused on the material world. So he's traversing time and space. It's a possibility. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. I or didn't say interdimensional. Lucid dreaming. I mean, yeah, I don't I, know about time and space, but lucid. The the whole lucid dreaming thing is the thing that always fucks me up because I, I have experienced that weird lucid dreaming state. It's not like sleep paralysis for me though. It's when I experience. It's almost like it's like, it's almost like hallucinating. Right. It's a weird line between hallucinating and, and dreaming where you're like, oh, no, this is totally fucking everything. Like, I totally know this. Like, <clears throat> but you have your senses about you. Right. And it's really fucking weird. If you've ever, like, taken Ambien, like when you're not supposed to, like after a couple <laughs> of beers, like it will definitely fucking cause that. You get a really weird fuck. You get into a really weird state of it's almost like you're almost to fucking rem. REM sleep, but you're not. It's bizarre. It it, it fucking cre- creeps me it creates out. It's kind of like a it. waking hallucination sort of thing. Or yeah, yeah. Or a, or I, while you're asleep, you feel mm. like you're awake. I'm not sure what you're saying exactly. It's yeah, kind of like you you feel like you're half asleep, but you're actually hallucinating. Gotcha. You ever taken like too much uh, fucking Nyquil? Sure. And you get like you start like almost like robo tripping off of it, where you're like you're half asleep, but your mind is just fucking completely cooked from the tussin. <laughs> you're just you got that fucking you got that meth high going on in your fucking head where you're just uh, like fucking croaked out. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I understand that, but I it's still I'm still never in a my brain works overtime, but I'm still consciously aware that that's what's fucking me up. Right? Oh, like it doesn't. Geez, I, that must be nice. Like it doesn't make. I don't have an illusion that like I've like I've transcended fucking fucking knowledge oh, well, no, and mean, like because I took too much Nyquil. Yeah, no, I mean I just do that for the for the fun of it. That just is kind of like my own cosplay where I'm just like, oh, dude, I'm psychedelic. Oh no, <laughs> sure, land. this is what I do. Like, yeah, I clearly know that I'm abusing a substance and causing my body to go into some weird fucking you know shutdown slash trance borderline death scenario. But I'm like, no, this is dope. Bord- borderline death. I always th- I always get scared. Like this is it. I'm gonna die. I took I drank too much Tosin or I took too many Ambien. I haven't I haven't touched Ambien in years because it's fucking deadly, but. But yeah, so you know. But conversely, if if he does have this this sleep paralysis, and like I've experienced it without any type of weird, uh, you know, chemical mixture or whatever, um, sleep paralysis at, at least twice, where you are stuck in that state. Things are so weird, though. And plus, you and, and also too, in, at least in my experience, your level of fear is so fucking heightened because you're stuck and you can't goddamn move. So you're just immediately fucking frozen, just scared. Yeah. Well, so I've had that could be bringing it on too. You're absolutely right. I, I and I we can only speak from our own personal experience and I guess what we've read. But I've had sleep paralysis a few times. But the terror comes from the inability to move and maybe the feeling like you can't breathe as well. For me, less so than um, I'm suddenly seeing paranormal entities or having any sort of hallucination. Now, I'm not saying that the two can't go hand in hand for other people. I mean, it absolutely right. can. But that has never been my experience with with sleep paralysis. Now, I know this is the old hag thing, you know, the classic <sighs> thing of like, uh, you know, it used yeah. to be like a, a succubus or an incubus or a fucking, yeah. you know, whatever gender wants to be or some demon sitting on your chest, stealing your breath. And I know they even played with that a little. If you remember the old movie Cat's Eye, even though it was a little tiny, yeah, and it was Drew dude, Barrymore. with that fucking that yeah. sweet little fucking that little troll thing that came yeah, out with like the, a had that sword. Yeah, it had that sweet sword, and the fucking cat snatched it. I was like, "Fuck you, you little shit!" Boom, killed it. 
then I tossed it into the fan. That's Fuck why cats you. rule, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, dude, I know. Yeah, they totally they kill your sleep paralysis that. nightmares. That's <laughs> yeah, why the Egyptians totally. worshipped them. But in terms of so, what Brian's going through, it seems like it's something more. I don't know what. I mean, I wanted to blame the room, Brian. I'll be honest. I was there. I was like, it's the fucking room. Get out of the room. It's every room you're in. So unlike Mark, who can escape into his room in the safety of his wife's arms, apparently when you run into a room where you sleep, <laughs> you put yourself in maximum fucking jeopardy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe <laughs> sleep in the church like a homeless person. I don't know what to do. It's just me in my underwear jumping into my wife's arms as I'm drunk, like, save me from the werewolves. <laughs> and then I'm just all scared. <laughs> like, help, yeah. help. But She's also, like, Mark, are you drunk? I'm like, clearly. Clearly. My my um my mom used to have similar things. She never would say it was sleep paralysis, but and and I grew up in a pretty religious family, right? So she would have these experiences at night where she'd wake up and she'd see like devils dancing around her bed in a parade of devilry or whatever. <laughs> Whoa, really? A parade of devilry. I didn't De- I did parade not know devilry. about this, really? Your mom experienced it? And this? just just like, yeah, just and she would just say like, "Oh yeah, you devils or whatever." And I've Whoa. actually like you know, I I've read up and there's people that have had this, but those religious people when they have those um things happen have a more religious lean to their experience. Huh. No, that makes sense. That goes, that's like what, you know, Veli might've said or whatever. And the idea that you interpret it through the lens that you have. So it's either an elf, a fairy, an alien, or in the case of your mom, a demon. And it it might not be any of those things. It might still be something. It might still be something manifest. Maybe, maybe not, but it's not necessarily what the interpreter interprets them to be. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So when people, I mean, when people automatically see like ghosts and stuff, I'm like, a lot of people experience the same thing, but see different things. So which leads me to believe it isn't, it isn't one thing. It's either one thing that can be other things or it's in your fucking head and your brain is doing this. It's just how you're interpreting it. It could be either one really at this point. Huh. Interesting. No, I mean, I hope that I hope Brian's like not haunted. I mean, if if a person can be haunted, I hope he's not. I mean, that's a fucking bummer. Like, how do you? Well, that's a whole different fucking conversation. Break that fucking chain, you know? Like, what do you got to do? Well, it seems like it's been pretty good for the last six years. Touch wood, unless something's happened recently, and then fuck. (laughs) I literally just tapped my desk. Yeah, (laughs) touch wood for 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 his. I did. I'm like, please be okay. It's for you. It sucks. I too know the terror of the werewolf when I'm drunk. I understand. Oh my god! This, but for real, this really did fuck me up when I read it. I was like, "Oh god, this is so creepy." Between the fucking the old lady and then the fucking Chiquita banana thing. Oh, god. <laughs> I mean, the the sock monkey. I'm like, ah, worst case, you fucking grab it and you you can you can fucking deal with a sock monkey. Well, one of the things it. about yeah, this, he did, punch he, it. he did a good job exactly. in making it uh, progressively worse. I mean, I know he wasn't doing it necessarily for dramatic effect, but yeah, the breakdancing sock monkey. That would have been enough to fucking ruin a couple nights sleep for me, but yeah. then fucking peak a fucking boo hag is yeah, just yeah. Like, that fucks you up. No dice. But dude, the fucking the the elongated woman climbing on top of you and going through the wall. Just imagine laying in your bed and you just fucking look and she crawls on you and then just fucking leaps into the wall. Like, and if what you do feel you the do? weight and the pressure, but then all of a sudden it's dude. not corporeal enough to go through fucking solid matter. The fuck? Yeah. Why? Why? Why are you solid enough to crawl on me, but insubstantial <laughs> enough to crawl through a wall? 
you know, fucking Newton, Sir Isaac, is going to have some words with you. Like, I don't even know if I have the laws of thermodynamics. <laughs> God damn it. Like, I don't even know if I have the emotional fortitude to fuck it, if this ever happened to even deal with it. I don't even know what the fuck I would do. I mean, there's nothing I can do. No, except you just, I just have continue to, to live it. life no, or you... drink even more. <laughs> but like, Jesus Christ, like, fuck, it would just fuck me up. Yeah, but like, how do you go to bed yeah. alone and then you think to yourself, a, a fuzzy silhouette of Marge Simpson is going to fucking just randomly fucking use me as a catwalk. That's not yeah. fucking awesome. No, not yeah. at all. It would fucking no. freak me out. So, yeah. All creepy right. as fuck, Brian. Uh, yeah, thank you for man. sharing. Um, it's horrible. I'm sorry. I hope it never happens to you again, any of it. Also, um, I mean, it, it always seems whenever you're going home. So, I wonder if it's some crazy family dynamic thing. And in no way am I impugning your family or saying anything bad, but maybe there's like a psychic energy that accumulates when a bunch of you are together and maybe it makes things more manifest or, they or make creates ghosts, more stressors. You're saying? I'm not saying, they listen, I'm, listen and if you want to look at paranormally, <laughs> oh, man. when you hang Christmas out with certain sucks. people, maybe you would you, you create an energy vortex that allows for more madness to come through, or maybe you could take it prosaically and, and, and stress gets created when you're with your family sometimes, and you're more susceptible to sleep paralysis and the the symptoms that come with it. I'm not suggesting either. I'm not poo-pooing or like being a blind true believer. I'm just saying it seems like there's something to, well, then again, ah, shit. I don't know. I know, but it only seems like when he's heading home or he's home. Did you just, did you just rob Morphe yourself into a corner? He did. Yeah, I did. I'm like, I don't know. Cause I'm trying to think like, fuck, I'm trying to give him an out. I'm trying to Let me give you a five minute explanation, but wait, never mind. I just don't know. Dude, Rob Morphe just robbed Morphe himself into a corner. It's official. I did. When you rob Morphe yourself into a corner, says an asshole that speaks about himself in third person, you are truly group fucking slanged. Uh, Your family tree can track its lineage to Merlin and you can create vortexes, but then again, Uh, I I don't know. Maybe not. It's called spitballing, you jackasses. I'm doing my best here. Our powers combined. We are dumb. I love it. It's great. Well, you know what? I hope he's all right. I hope everything continues to be good for him. I hope he's not haunted. I hope his family doesn't make ghosts. No, I'm sure your family's cool. By the way, I hope his family doesn't make ghosts. (laughs) I'm sure they're awesome, Uh, regardless of how many paranormal vortices they create around you. You might have to just sit down and be like, hey, man, are, 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 are we making ghosts? What's oh, going no, on? Next Christmas, you might have to like send a card and be like, yeah, oh, I'm oh staying God. home this year. Maybe, Thanksgiving maybe this is quarantine's going to help you all. Yeah, really? Wow. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you so much for your story. And like no, I said, it thank creeped you, Brian, me the and thank out. you, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's freaky yeah, thank as you. fuck. Thank you both so very much. Those are awesome stories. Um, and as always, uh, by all means, whatever stories you have long, Long, short, whatever you got, shoot them in to us, uh, podcast at gmail.com. And we, uh, again, you know, we got some extra time here uh, to kill. So we're going to be just doing listener stories uh, probably every week as long as we can uh, keep getting them in. So we're just going to keep pumping them out uh, under the auspice of Evil Science and Magic Buddies. So uh, so thank you all so very much for your stories. Um, gentlemen, closing thoughts. What do we got? It's a scary fucking world. Um, I would yeah, rather man. piss on all of me 
while looking at a sweet blonde Sasquatch <laughs> than deal with any fucking thing that is remotely horrible, paranormal or whatever. Because at least that, you know, you know, like I can do my laundry. I can throw my shoes away. I saw something weird. I don't have to go back to the woods. So much more tolerable than fucking things that are either in your mind or following you or at your parents' house or wherever the fuck it is. You're just like, I, and I just never know when it's going to show up again. I just would not want to, oh, that's just a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah you can control the whole Sasquatch exposure. Like, that's no big deal. I will throw all my clothes well, from my dresser into a pile and actively piss on them and then just do <laughs> my laundry naked because that's wow. what you have to do. Because you pissed on all your clothes rather than deal with any of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're well, still like in your underwear. You can like wear your underwear. All right, pair of boxers. Laundry. That's fine. I mean, that's that's a yeah. nice give. I wasn't even going to give myself that much, but I appreciate you doing that for me. Well, yeah, I mean, don't that might take, be it. Yeah, don't don't take your boxers off and then piss on them and then I mean, keep them on like, to avoid fucking evil Carmen Miranda. I'll do what I have to do, sir. All right, all don't right, tell me enough. what to fair do. Enough. Okay, we, we all have our own demons to battle, our own demons of the mind to battle. So, all right, fine. I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay. uh, Christopher, closing thoughts? Uh, I don't have demons of the mind. No, but, you don't. Um, you don't. So yeah, I would probably pee, pee on my wardrobe if I had to. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just imagine how bummed Chris would be, like, so <laughs> put out. So it's like, oh, like, God something I got to do, but fuck. Yeah. Bitch. Actually, you know what? No, I would not because I've got like a Halloween shirt that I'm not going to pee on. Oh, yeah. Because of some peekaboo fucking hag. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I'll, I will fight the hag. Oh, see, Chris is joining my team. That's right. I fucking will fight, fight the hag. I will fight Fuck the decathlon yeah. shape. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the Chiquita Banana Lady does not stand a chance. I mean, yeah. the amount of t-shirts that I own that I have never worn that are easily going on like nine to ten years. Like, I don't want to piss on those, man. I like those shirts a lot. I look at them. I refold them. I put them back. I keep them yeah. all nice and shit. I got special collector's edition shirts. So look, I don't want to piss on my shit. Wow, is this right. really going to be like a 20-minute postscript about what I would and wouldn't piss on to avoid the paranormal? <laughs> no. Is that what this no. podcast has become, my friends? <laughs> a list For the of moment, I won't piss yes. on, even if I have to deal with the devil himself? Yes. For a moment, yeah. Listen, we are all dealing with the situation in our own way, okay? Yeah. We are all psychically and emotionally dealing with this fucking COVID-19 thing, okay? True. I'm yeah. doing it by drinking excessive amounts at an early time in the day, Okay. Okay. Everyone cool with that? All right, fine. Well, fine. No, no one's we, here to we judge, man. That. We're you all sure? here to support I think you. you are. Thank you. Are. Dude, we established before the pod started that we were trying to get you to day drink. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty clear, <laughs> I thought. A part of the, you're a part of the problem, man. <laughs> Not really. No. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so very much for joining us. Um, and, and again, uh, send your stories in uh, kryptonotpodcast at gmail.com um, or, you know, uh, DM us. Obviously, the Instas and the Twitters and the Facebook. Just hit us up there. Let us know if you got anything you want to send in. Um, dude, what else do we got here? Oh, hellerspace.com. Pick up some merch. We are still running the uh, Meals on Wheels charity uh, campaign. With two of our designs, uh, they are $20 a piece for the shirts, and $8 goes to support our local Meals on Wheels charity, and it is so cool. We got, like, some numbers back about, like, how much money we raised, and it's so cool to see how much money we raised. Like, it's over yeah. $100, which is fucking super dope. So, super excited, um, you know, just to be able to give back to the community oh, in yeah, any it helps way, a lot shape, of or people. form. 
and actually, if, if you break it down, like, you know, per how many people bought a t-shirt to how much money that we actually get to give, like we're actually, it's kind of cool that we're actually like helping out. So we appreciate it so very much. So thank y'all. It's fucking awesome. Absolutely. So we appreciate that. Um, did we, have, we did Heller Space. We did the Instas and the Twitters and the Facebooks. And I think that's going to do it. So thank y'all so very much for joining us. And we're talking to you soon. Goodbye. This literally ended just in time for Chris to, to check his eBay auction. Oh my god, how perfect! Seriously, it's it's like eight fifty two, and his auction ends in like eight minutes. So, wow, so, flawless know, victory! Right? <laughs> You've all won. We have goodbye, good friends. All right. Pew.